It's time for the fastest hour of radio, Southern Race Week, with your host, William Barber. Hello, and welcome to this brand new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you along the far flung Southern Race Week Radio Network. It's Southie, fill it in for the vacationing. WB, that's right, our fearless leader is out of town with his lovely bride. Enjoying some time away, unwinding, relaxing in the great state of Florida. And I'm sure we'll hear all about that vacation next week on the program when WB returns to the captain's chair to bring you another episode of Southern Race Week Radio along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. But I am in the captain's chair this week and I'm bringing you another jam-packed episode of Southern Race Week Radio. I mean, we've got some of the greatest guests coming up on the program today. Before we go over the uh, guest list for this week's program, I do want to remind you that you can follow and like the show on our Twitter and Facebook page. That's right. If you want to follow the show on Twitter, it is at SRW Radio. You can also follow our fearless leader at WB Radio Network. And yours truly is also available on Twitter at Alfie underscore 19. And then don't forget about our Facebook page as well. We really appreciate it. If you head on over to the Facebook page and like us, and that address is facebook.com slash Southern Race Week. And also, if you like our Facebook page and follow us on Twitter, we're always providing for you the latest in racing news, whether it's NASCAR, NHRA, IndyCar, or the grassroots of racing. We always love to keep you updated with the latest info and news in what's going on in the world of racing because we cover it all for you, whether it's four wheels, two wheels. As long as it goes real fast, you'll hear all about it right here on Southern Race Week Radio, along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. So hopefully you sit back, relax, enjoy the great show. And also, I want to mention the podcast. Very important that we remind you about the Southern Race Week Radio podcast, which is available for you every Monday on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. So if you want to hear this week's edition of the program once again, you can do so on Monday on your favorite podcast platform so we really appreciate all the loyal listeners who are checking out the podcast leaving their reviews liking it as well and don't forget if you do like our podcast every time we upload a new one you will get a notification that it's ready uploaded and uh, ready to be downloaded for you to listen to and enjoy and also go back and listen to some of our past episodes of southern race week radio's podcast where we always have the biggest names in nascar nhra indycar and grassroots racing. And we will continue that tradition on this week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio because coming up on the program in just moments, we'll be speaking with the Executive Vice President and General Manager of Atlanta Motor Speedway, Brandon Hutchinson. It's just recently they made the announcement that they'll be at a 100% capacity for the upcoming NASCAR Week in Atlanta Motor Speedway during the Quaker State 400 presented by Walmart. So we'll talk to Mr. Hutchinson about all the preparations and what they'll be doing to accommodate 100% of fans in the stands for that upcoming race weekend in July. Also, we'll speak with short track driver for Rev Racing, Raja Karut, who is on a bit of a hot streak right now on the track. And we'll talk a little bit about his successes in the last few races for himself and then we'll wrap things up this week with co-host of Fast Talk and the lead announcer for the Performance Racing Network, Mr. Doug Rice, as he'll bring us up to date on everything going on in the world of NASCAR. We'll talk about the race next weekend at the Circuit of the Americas. And also, Mr. Rice got a new podcast that's available for you on the Performance Racing Network, and he'll tell us a little bit about that new podcast he is doing as well this week on the program. So just sit back and relax and enjoy Great interviews, great talks with the biggest names 
in racing right here on Southern Race Week Radio and also on the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. I'm Adam Alexander, part of the NASCAR coverage on Fox Sports 1, and you're listening to Southern Race Week. Hello and welcome back to this week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio network. It's Alfie delivering to you yet again another brand new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio, along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast, which is available for you every Monday on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. So we really appreciate all the listeners tuning into the podcast as well into the radio program each and every week. But, but we are uh, moving along here as we got another great guest joining us on the Food Depot hotline as we go now to uh, Atlanta Motor Speedway from his luxurious office overseeing one of the best tracks in the NASCAR Cup Series circuit. Let's welcome in the main man in charge over there at Atlanta Motor Speedway. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Mr. Brandon Hutchinson! Uh, Mr. Hutchinson, uh, thank you so much for taking time to uh, join us this week on Southern Race Week Radio, as you're getting set for uh, a lot of activity going on at Atlanta Motor Speedway over the next uh, few months. So I'm sure you guys are working hard and getting ready for uh, so many great events that go on at AMS. Just outside of NASCAR alone, you had uh, Monster Jam there, you've had Atlanta Flat Track, you had Motocross. What was that experience like to see all these great events? Alfie, first and foremost, thank you so much for having me on again. It's it's always a, a good time getting to talk to you. And, and that introduction, you have the, the best introduction for, I'm assuming you don't just do that for me, than anybody I talk to. So thank you very much for that. And yeah, you know, we've been slammed since the Folds of Honor Quick Trip 500 weekend. We haven't stopped. We haven't taken our foot off the gas. As you said, we put dirt down on the track. We had dirt for a month. I'm actually sitting here um, this weekend looking at them putting the grass back into the ball field to make sure that we're ready for, like you said, all of the events coming up but certainly making sure that it's ready for the Quaker State 400 presented by Walmart. You know, we've had Supercross, Monster Jam, American Flat Track. We've had drive-in concerts just last night. On Friday night, we had Kansas. What a cool show. We've got a spring fair that's going to be here for the month of May. Um, We continue to do vaccinations uh, weekly in conjunction with the uh, Henry County uh, public health department so we've stayed busy no doubt about it and as you mentioned july you guys will have another nascar cup series events the uh, quaker state 400 presented by walmart which will be a sunday july 11th although you will have an xfinity race on the 10th that saturday as well so i'm uh, really excited to see nascar return for a second time uh to ams and one of the exciting things about that race and you're one of the first tracks to make this announcement, although other tracks have followed suit with you, but you're going to have 100% capacity at Atlanta Motor Speedway for that July event. So how um, great of uh, uh, for you to announce that to our fans and our listeners out there that you will be able to open house everyone to come out for an, a great NASCAR event in July here in Atlanta Motor Speedway. Well, I tell you, Alfie, you know, it's been a long time coming, just as everybody else has had to deal with this pandemic since the beginning of 2020. We're no different. So we were very excited to be able to race with no fans and just to get back on the track last June. We were even happier this past March when we were able to open up with a limited capacity seating. But now for the Quaker State 400 presented by Walmart, to be able to open our grandstands for, to full capacity uh, and it, it, it host a live event 
with very few limitations. Now, l- let's not kid ourselves. We're still going to be safe. We're still going to be smart. There's still going to be some things that, that our fans will notice to help keep them and their families safe. But by and large, we're open to full capacity in the grandstands. The amenities on concourse are going to be open. Camping is opening back up to full capacity as well. So we're excited about it. We are ready for July. And for all the information to keep up to date what's going on there at the track, uh, AtlantaMotorSpeedway.com. And I'm sure tickets are available for the NASCAR event in July, Mr. Hutchinson. So if our listeners want to get their hands on those tickets and get ready for great NASCAR racing in July, I've already been to your your Twitter page, and I've seen a lot of people have already gone out and and purchased those tickets. So how can our fans purchase tickets? You know, Alfie, I would tell you, AtlantaMotorSpeedway.com is certainly the best way to keep up with everything going on in Atlanta Motor Speedway. We've even done some recent update videos to make sure that our fans know what's going on here at Atlanta Motor Speedway. Way, but but yeah, I can tell you the response has been overwhelming. Ticket sales have been strong. We've got Sunday's tickets starting at just thirty nine dollars. Saturday tickets starting at thirty five dollars. Kids free on Saturday. Kids ten dollars on Sunday. So a lot of good affordable options for the entire family to get outdoors, enjoy a live sporting event, maybe for the first time in a year for a lot of our fans. So we're excited about opening back up. We're excited about being able to host the Quaker State 400 presented by Walmart in July. Second race of the year, Alfie. We've got a second race back. We need people to uh, come out and support us. Speaking with Brandon Hutchinson here of Atlanta Motor Speedway as he's previewing and giving us all the information we need to know about the upcoming events at Atlanta Motor Speedway, including the event in July, as we just mentioned, the Quaker State 400 presented by Walmart. And we know you have a great relationship with Folds of Honor and QT from your March event, but now you're welcoming in two great new sponsors with Walmart and Quaker State. So how's it feel to have these two sponsors now a part of your race weekend in July? You know, Quaker State's been a partner with our company for nearly a decade. So it's not a new partner for our company, but it's a new partner for Atlanta Motor Speedway. So just like any other new partner, we're excited about having them on on board as the the title sponsor. And to have it presented by Walmart, you know, Walmart is another partner of our company, Speedway Motorsports, that uh, isn't brand new to the company, but is brand new to Atlanta Motor Speedway. And, you know, I try to be the most hospitable track on the circuit. Now, I can't be at all tracks all the time, but I want to make sure that when people come to Atlanta Motor Speedway, whether it's your listeners, any fan, or one of our partners, that they're met with open arms and that, uh, you know, they feel like when they come to our facility, they're at home. So hopefully Quaker State and Walmart will feel that way and stick around for a long time. And you know what? You said something really interesting there. You want your fans to feel like they're at home when they come to a race. And I've been to a lot of events at Atlanta Motor Speedway, whether it's a race weekend, whether it's a, a carnival or you know the air show you guys have had. And anytime I'm out there at an event, you are always there greeting the fans outside, shaking hands, talking to them, having conversations. And it's really cool to see how approachable you are for people to come up and talk to you and, and discuss things with you. What's that like for you to hear what the fans have to say about what's going on with you and, and, and maybe have some suggestions of what, you, you know, what goes on at the track as well. You know, it's a blast for me, Alfie. It really is. It's the best part of what I do, getting to talk to the people that uh, that are fans of Atlanta Motor Speedway. You know, I was in the, the grocery store the other day, and a guy came up to me and tapped me on the shoulder. He said, didn't I see you directing traffic at Atlanta Motor Speedway last week for Supercross? Um, people are starting to recognize me from these update videos that we're doing online. So they see me, and and they know the position that I hold here. But what I would tell them is, 
they see me interacting with the fans and they see me directing traffic and they see me doing the stuff that I've always done here for 26 years because that's what I love. I love the people. You know, I was brought up in a blue-collar family, and I realized that by and large the majority of the people that are coming to our facility are, are part of that same culture, part of that same blue-collar network that, that is me, that's part of my DNA. So I love it. I've got fans that, that I see at our different events that may sit in the same place, and I come up to them, and it's like family. It really is. So it's cool for me. It's a lot of fun for me, and I wouldn't change it for the world. I realize I'm just like everybody else. I'm just a pretty lucky dude that has a cool job. That's right. And, I mean, you were so helpful during the, you know, doing the videos with uh, another friend of the show, Doug Turnbull. You guys did some great videos during the, you know, kind of leading up to the March race, letting people know updated information of what's going on. So you're always so up front with the fans and always honest. That's always one thing I've always appreciated about you, uh, Mr. Hutchinson, is you're always honest. You've always been straightforward when I ask you a question or, or when someone asks you a question that's a listener or a fan for those um, YouTube videos that you guys posted. So um, it just says a lot about uh, you as a person and you as, like you said, the, you've been doing this for over two decades. And for you, it's just so much fun. Like you said, you just have the greatest job in the world. And we really appreciate everything you do for us at Atlanta Motor Speedway to bring events out just outside of NASCAR. It seems that AMS is becoming just a great entertainment facility there in the Hampton, Georgia area. So I'm sure all the citizens in the area and the county and, and the surrounding areas really, really do appreciate it. Mr. Hutchinson, if our listeners want to keep up with what's going on information-wise, keep up with up-to-the-minute news and breaking information they might need to know about, where can they go to get that info? Well, I can tell you, you brought up, brought up the Gab and Grubs with uh, PRN's Doug Turnbull. We're going to have our first Gab and Grub, which is a Facebook Live event, this coming Wednesday, the 19th. So looking forward to that. Fans can tune in. They can ask us questions. We're happy to answer the questions. And, uh, you know, other than that, they can go to atlantamotorspeedway.com. They can get to us on Twitter, at AMS Updates, or follow us on Instagram at Atlanta Motor Speedway. But however they follow us, Again, I hope they'll come out and hang out with us in July. I hope they'll come to some of our other events. Say hey to me. Would love to see them. Would love to talk to them because, again, you know, they are why we are here, and, and we get that. So thank you very much. Well, Mr. Hutchinson, uh, thank you so much for taking time to join us this week on Southern Race Week Radio, sir. We'll talk to you again as we get closer to that race date, and uh, well, good luck to you, and we'll talk to you again soon, my friend. Alfie, thank you so much for the time. I really do appreciate it. Hey, it's Ron Capps, driver of the Nap Auto Parts Funny Car, and you're listening to Southern Race Week. Hello, and welcome back to this week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network. It's Alfie continuing on with this brand-new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio as we appreciate you tuning in. And even though we do focus on NASCAR, uh, NHRA, Formula One, we do love to highlight the short track world, that's right, the grassroots of racing. This is where the future, these young men and women who get their start, we're very honored and privileged to have another one of these up-and-coming successful short track drivers joining us here on the Food Depot Hotline and welcome in driver for Rev Racing. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Mr. Roger Mr. Carew, thank you so much for taking time to join us this week on Sunday Race Week Radio, and hopefully you're having a, a fine day, my friend. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, I've been wanting to have you on here for the last few weeks, my friend, because you've seemed to be uh, just dominating the short track world. Three checkered flags over the last few weeks, three great victories, so you've been on a little bit of a hot streak here. How's it feel 
to uh, have those three wins over the last few weeks for you? Pretty humbling. I mean, it's just a testament to this race team, the quality of our race cars and the, the personnel we have at Rev Racing. I mean, I'm just really thankful to, to drive for, for, for this team and for these guys, and uh, it's, it's been awesome. It's pretty, I won't say it's simple when, you know, you can drive race cars that, that drive well. So uh, that's just, again, a testament to, to the people that work at this race team. And also, you've got some great teammates. As you look up and down the red racing uh, lineup of uh, drivers, you have so many great drivers that are there, a part of the Rev Racing team. And and for sometimes in some of these races, you race up against your teammates. So tell me about the your team itself, the drivers that you have there. Uh, how close are you guys as far as helping each other out, giving each other advice? And when you guys are out on the track, how is that for you guys as far as uh, competing for a win, but at the same time knowing that that's, uh, that's a teammate that might be there right, right beside you? Yeah, man. I mean, honestly, I think of it, it's kind of like daycare sometimes. I mean, it's all of us <laughs> kids there. But in, in all seriousness, it's fun. It's, it's very tight-knit, and we, we all lean on each other. It's weird because I feel like I'm the elder statesman sometimes, but I've had less overall experience than I think every other one of my teammates. So um, that's pretty weird to think about. But overall, it's, it's very tight-knit, very, very uh, productive and, and, and awesome environment, and um, I'm just glad to be a part of it. And the success over the last few weeks, have you gotten those wins? What do you credit for your uh, recent success here over the last few weeks of getting these checkered flags, getting these victories, getting some good finishes? Uh, what do you contribute to the success that your team has had this year? Yeah, so I think I guess we could credit the, the most recent success to the people on this team. It starts with with the, the guys that, that build these race cars and um, you know our, our fitness and, and strength and conditioning coaches and um everybody on this team along with uh or above all really max siegel for for making this deal go around so um again i'm just i'm extremely thankful um and uh it's it's a blessing to be in this position speaking with Raja Karut here on southern race week radio short track driver for red racing and you mentioned just a couple of seconds ago about keeping conditioned and you know a lot of people out there don't think that nascar drivers or drivers in general are athletic or athletes but uh, you have to keep up a great athletic regiment because you're in these cars for hours and hours. You're sweating. You're tired. So, I mean, there is a lot of, as you mentioned, you have a strength and conditioning coach. So it seems to me that that helps you in being able to get in these cars and ride them around. So you do have to have some athletics and and keep in shape to be able to do this. Definitely, 100%. Um, racing is, is physical and it's mental. So like you said, you know, Coach Horton and Rocco Williams get – all of our, our drivers in shape, really, just to be able to, to go race. And uh, thankful to, to have those guys behind us and making sure we're, we're in shape. And what kind of regimen do you guys do? What do you guys normally do when you when you get with them to work on your strength and conditioning? What are some of the exercises or things that you do to keep yourself in shape? Uh, it, it depends. I mean, you know, in the off-season, I was doing a lot of, you know, weightlifting and, and such. But um, in the winter or in in-season, it's been more – I guess, lightweight stuff. So it really depends um, on the time of year, but really just all focused on keeping us in shape and uh, just doing the best we can. And another interesting thing that I've learned about you is you have a Twitch channel, and I've been uh, subscribing and I've been watching you. You do a lot of your iRacing on there, and I find it very fascinating to see you uh, when you're doing your Twitch channel and, and seeing your racing. Uh, how do you feel like um, when you do the Twitch do you get a lot of interaction from fans who might ask you a lot of questions and has, and has used Twitch as a way for you to kind of promote yourself a little bit more as well? Definitely. I mean, I use it not only to, to broadcast my sim racing, but to connect with people. And, um, you know, Twitch gives me a platform to do that. So I'm very appreciative of the ability to do that. 
um, and represent Space Station Gaming on, on the sim and really just have fun. You know, iRacing is where I started, and uh, to continue to spend time on the sim, I really enjoy it, and uh, it's, it's really fun, man. And what is your Twitch channel? If our listeners want to follow you on Twitch and keep up with you, what where can they go to get the, your ch Twitch channel? Uh, Rajakruth underscore is my Twitch, so uh, you can find me on there. I try to stream as much as I can, but life has kind of been going crazy at me so far, so I haven't really been able to. I haven't been able to stream in the last little bit, so, uh, yeah. And you're also currently in school right now, correct? Yes, sir, Winston-Salem State University. So how's it like balancing school and then racing? Because I know that obviously racing is a lot during the weekend, but I know maybe sometimes you might have to go to the shop or you have meetings or you're meeting with clients or people. So how are you able to balance school and your racing career? It's definitely difficult, man. Really just, like you said, trying to balance everything. It's, it's pretty difficult, but I've got people around me that help me manage it. So it's, uh, it's pretty cool. Pretty good. And uh, if our listeners want to follow you around, I, I know you got some more races coming up here this year. And where can our, our listeners go to to keep up with your schedule of events and keep up with what's going on with you on the social media side? Yeah, www.rogercruz.com. Um, that's my website. I've got try to update it as much as I can with what I got going on. Well, uh, Mr. Carutha, thank you so much for taking time to join us this week on Southern Race Week Radio. We're just so uh, happy and proud of your accomplishments and your current hot streak right now, and hopefully that'll continue on in, in 2021, and we're just looking forward to seeing what the, the future holds for you, Mr. Carutha. So uh, thank you so much for taking time to join us this week on Southern Race Week Radio, my friend. 10 forward. Thanks, Alfred. Hey, this is Dennis Fickmeyer, president of Richmond International Raceway, and you are listening to Southern Race Week. Hello, and welcome back to this week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network. It's Southie continuing on with this brand new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio, along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast, which is available for you every Monday on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. So we appreciate all the loyal listeners tuning in on the radio show or the podcast. Either way, we appreciate you taking the time to tune in and listen to the program this week. And as we do every single week, we have a barrage of great special guests that join us this week to break down the world of racing. And now we focus on the world of NASCAR as we head on over to the Food Depot hotline and welcome in the head announcer, the main man in charge, also co-host of Fast Talk for the Performance Racing Network. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome in Mr. Doug Ross. Thank you very much, sir. By the way, barrage is an excellent word. Isn't that that's a great, a great word? word to describe to use a lot of people? That's that's wonderful. I may steal that. Yeah, if you want to use that for fast talk or anything on the Performance Racing yeah. Network, you have the rights to use that, sir. So go ahead. It. Thank you. Thank you so much for taking time to join us. As always, you're a friend of the show, and we always appreciate your time to break down the world of NASCAR. And the uh, first thing I wanted to touch on you about is the playoff picture. It is very, very tight right now. Only one driver has multiple wins this season. That's Martin Trix Jr. with three wins. The first 10 positions in the playoffs have been guaranteed via a win, and that leaves positions 11 through 16 uh, still open for points, and it's a lot of shuffling going on because a lot of the drivers who are in the playoffs right now are names that you normally would not see in the playoff hunt, and that's taken away some positions. And also, Doug, how surprised are you that we only have one driver this season who's had multiple wins this season. By the fact that we're 12 races in, that's a little bit of a surprise. Usually by now, a couple of teams have stepped up and have shown something akin to dominance. But right now, that only belongs to Martin Truex Jr. I mean, he's won three of them. And I like what you pointed out about the bottom end of the playoff-eligible drivers at this point. 
in the sense that uh, Tyler Reddick's at 16th. Uh, Michael McDowell is in, even though he's 15th, but he's in because he's got a win. Uh, Alex Bowman's hanging in there. Chris Buescher, I think, may be the biggest surprise. And then Austin Dillon is having a pretty good year. He hasn't won yet, but they're performing at a nice level. So uh, you just can't ride around and hope to get in. Uh, if you're one of these other teams that are you know, considered good teams, you might want to go ahead and think about securing a win. If you're Kevin Harvick or Chase Elliott, uh, I don't think Denny Hamlin has to worry about anything. But um, And realistically, Harvick and Elliott probably don't. But you go out and have a couple of bad days, you get another oddball winner, and then the next thing you know, you're looking at maybe being in the 15th uh, slot. And, you know, even though Martin has three wins of the season, he seems to be dominating. Do you find him as the front runner to win the championship, or do you still think it's a little early to determine that just off the three wins and so far this season? Well, I'm going to speak out of both sides of my mouth. It's early, but we're a third of the way through the season, and this is the only team that's figured out how to get to victory lane more than once. So they're obviously on to something. I keep waiting for Denny Hamlin to break out and start winning races, but maybe they're not. You know, maybe this is Denny's M.O. to get close, but something always goes awry. So, uh, you know, I, I, and, and Chase Elliott ended the end ended the season last year the hottest thing on the planet and he's just okay you know Mm -hmm. he's just there he's not leading laps he's not winning stages not getting a lot of stage points Um, I think he'll get fat here because we do have I think five road courses left in the regular season and he'll probably win two or three of those because he's easily the best road course driver we have Speaking with Doug Rice here, the Performance Racing Network, as we break down the uh, playoff picture uh, right now for you. And I also want to get your opinion on the Bobble Wallace team. You know, the the whole uh, the, the, the new team here by uh, Michael Jordan and Denny Hamlin, they've, they've had some good races. They haven't been really consistent this year. Uh, your thoughts on the progress so far up to this point for Bubba Wallace and his team? Uh, not very good, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, I think they're back in 21st in points. Uh, they've, they've had a couple of flashes where they've led – a handful of laps in a couple of races. But for the most part, uh, when I'm watching the crawl on Sundays or calling the race and I'm looking at the scoring sheet, he's somewhere between 20th and 25th. And right now, that's where that car is. It's a 20th to 25th place car. And I don't see them popping up and winning a race unless they get really lucky down at Daytona in the regular season finale because he races well there and as you know these super speedways lend themselves to surprise winners but i had said all along during the first of the year when this team rolled out the expectations behind him were unrealistic yeah there was so much buzz about bubba about social justice angle behind this um, about michael jordan denny hamlin teaming up i mean and there was a lot of reason to have buzz around but then after all of that's over, you've got to go out on the racetrack and show, okay, we're an elite team. We're, we're a good team. Uh, they, they've done neither right now. I'd like to see them have some success because I think if Bubba starts, you know, challenging for wins and running in the top 10 and we're talking about him positively, let's face it, that brings a new audience to NASCAR that it doesn't have right now. And that's just not happening. Nobody that hasn't been watching NASCAR is tuning in to watch Bubba Wallace finish 22nd at uh, Darlington, two laps down. And I don't mean that as a dig against Bubba Wallace. It's That's just the reality of where that, that team as a team right now is performing. 
Now, this week in the Cup Series will be in Dover, but I want to focus on next weekend, the Sunday, May 23rd event, the NASCAR Cup Series for the first time. We'll be traveling to the Circuit of the Americas, and you had an opportunity to visit the track and the facility earlier this year. After your visit, what are your thoughts on the facility? It's a 3.4-mile track. It has 20 turns. It has, like, I, I believe 10 stories of elevation change in spots. Uh it's it's going to be fun for NASCAR fans to watch these cars. Now it's a big wide track. I got to ride around it in a passenger car. The thing that struck me was this place is enormous. Not just the fact that it's three point four miles, but it's also a wide track. And I think there's a lot of room to run off. And so I don't I don't think we're going to see a ton of wrecks. I really don't. Not the kind that grind up and chew up cars. You'll see guys spinning out all day long, but I I don't see a bunch of wrecks happening. Now, the Performance Racing Network will have all the coverage next weekend from the Circuit of America. And in fact, you're going to be uh, adding on to the crew, a friend of the show, Doug Turnbull here from uh, Atlanta, and also Alan Canvana, who is also a friend of the show as well. So you'll have a huge crew of people because, as you mentioned, there's a lot of ground to cover. So you'll have a uh, – how many uh, announcers and reporters will you have throughout the, uh, the facility for that race? Well, coverage? we have six turn announcers. That's not including myself and Mark Garrow. So that makes eight announcers covering the action around the track, and three pit reporters. So that's 11 people on the air during the broadcast, plus a director, plus three engineers. We've got – and some other people will be out there. We're taking about 16 people to the Circuit of the Americas. It's it's a big enterprise. It's going to be a real challenge for us. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I, I know we will learn a lot from uh, – we're going to cover the practice session of the Xfinity cars on – third on friday and then on saturday do the xfinity race so we'll learn a lot by them before the cup guys ever get out there but I'm, I'm i'm thrilled and i'm glad i think the bigger thing is this shows that nascar now is willing to step out of the shadow of the schedule they basically had for the last three decades two poconos two dovers two and i am can i say this i'm going to anyway <laughs> uh, i am so glad we're only going to dover once i'm not a fan of that racetrack. I don't think it produces great racing. I know that I've been up there back in the heyday when they packed the place full and they had to build more grandstands. I just don't, it just doesn't appeal to me. I find it very monotonous. So uh, I'm glad we're only going there one time. And uh, before I let you go, uh, after the unveiling of the new car, what, what are your thoughts on it? Well, it's the next gen. It's the seventh generation NASCAR race car. Uh, TBD, you know, I, I we haven't seen it race. It looks gorgeous. It does look like Camaros and Mustangs and Camrys. I mean, it they have achieved that in the sense that they wanted this to look more like the car that you could go into the showroom and buy. So, uh, yay for that. Uh, it is supposed to be very safe. The biggest thing behind this, and they 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 don't want this to be the front and center story. This car is going to save the teams a tremendous amount of money. Uh, it's not as that you have to buy the parts. You don't machine them yourself. You go to NASCAR approved suppliers and you buy all the parts that bolt on this thing. Uh, in some ways, it's almost a glorified kit car. We're looking forward to seeing it. It's debuting yeah. at the uh, Daytona 500 in 2022. And uh, before I get out of here, Doug, if our listeners want to keep up with what's going on with the Performance Racing Network, follow you guys while the race action is going on next week in the circuits of the Americas. Where can they go to follow you on social uh, media and keep up what's going on with you guys? At PRN Live, uh, at Riceman61. And if you download the new PRN app, 
I have started up a new podcast called Behind the Mic, where I'm interviewing play-by-play announcers from all disciplines. And the first guest on there will be Bill Rosinski, the original uh, play-by-play guy for the Carolina Panthers. I think that's actually available at our website now at goprn.com. Hey, listeners, this is Jamie Little from NASCAR on Fox, and you're listening to Southern Race Week. All right, welcome back to this week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network. It's Southie, and that wraps up this week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio. But uh, don't forget, this upcoming Monday, this program will be available for you as a podcast, as every Monday we will post a podcast for you here on Southern Street Radio on your favorite podcast platforms, including iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. So if you missed this week's edition, or maybe you want to go back and listen to a past episode of Southern Street Radio, it's all available for you once again on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Uh, don't forget about our social media platforms as well. You can follow the show on Twitter at SRW Radio. You can follow our fearless leader who will be back here next week for the uh, program that is at WB Radio Network. And you can follow yours truly at Alfie underscore 19. And also we got the Facebook page available for you as well at Facebook.com slash Southern Race Week. So head on over there and like the page. And if you follow and like us on our social media sites, we always love to deliver to you the latest in racing news, whether it's NHRA, NASCAR, IndyCar, or Grassroots Racing. You'll get the latest news and info on our Twitter and Facebook pages as well. Once again, I'd like to thank our guest this week, Executive Vice President and General Manager of Atlanta Motor Speedway, Brandon Hutchinson, short track driver for Rev Racing, Raja Karut, and also lead announcer and host of Fast Talk for the Performance Racing Network, Mr. Doug Rice. So uh, once again, thank you so much for listening to the radio program and the podcast as well. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, and we'll catch up with you again next week here on Southern Race Week Radio along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network.